and welcome to Esme Gorn's show. This is the show where we like to talk about all things art and music. Each week I will be choosing a piece of artwork ranging from painting, sculpture, illustration, fashion to even installation or illustration. Basically anything that's visual is welcome on this show. I like to look at the artwork and then comprise a little playlist, a synesthetic playlist if you will. The idea of this show is to approach art in a different way, changing our perspective and using more than just our eyes but looking with our ears. So this is my first ever show, so if there's a few bumps on the road, do bear with me. Um, all very exciting. I think this might be the first one that's properly working. But yes, the first piece of artwork which we are going to look at this week for the first series of Sound and Vision with Esme Goran is going to be, drumroll please, Andy Warhol's 1964 Silkscreen Flowers. Um... Yeah, okay, so Andy Warhol was one of the first artists I got really into, and this particular work, very vibrant, very lovely, and um, I'm going to play some songs that I think resonate with this particular artist scene artwork. Before delving into the juicy details of this very gorgeous piece of artwork, um, I thought I would play the first song which I thought of when looking at his 1964 silkscreen flowers. This song is Baltimore by the fabulous Nina Simone. Enjoy. i 
liquid vocals are the exact thing I hear when looking at Andy Warhol's bright shapeless flowers. Really, very cool sound. Here's a little bit of an intro into Andy Warhol's 1964 silkscreen flowers. So, the silkscreen technique echoes Warhol's interest in consumerist culture, which was obviously erupting around that time. Um, the whole silkscreen technique involves uh, having an image developed onto a silkscreen, of course, and then once you have that developed onto the screen, you can make as many of that exact picture as you want. So it's like mass-produced art, if you will. Um, some might say it was like he was in a flower-making factory. Uh, of course, a bit of irony in that. Um, but the artwork was actually made to commemorate the death of J.F. Kennedy, which was um, the year before, on the 22nd of November, 1963. Um, yeah, so it's a very playful, very spontaneous piece of work. Andrew Warhol, obviously, he very likes to take the mick out of things in general so he jokes around um with the whole prestigious stuffy nosed art world of the 1960s which was around him and he basically created this amazing space in his factory full of misfit misfits and just expression lots of tinfoil of course um yeah i love it um and the next song we will have is soft spot by piri I can't help it, you're in my soft spot 
drum and bass sounds really make me think of Warhol's flowers. Don't know about you. Quite playful. Soft Spot by Piri. Lovely liquid drum and bass there to mix it up a bit. So, um, yeah, back to Warhol. So, his flowers really embody the zeitgeist of the early 1960s New York art scene. Um, everything about the 1960s New York art scene made me feel very happy and fascinated. Um, the tin foil splattered factory, the Chelsea Hotel, of course the Velvets, Superstardom and Edie Cedric, Candy Darling of course. Um, basically just a lot of fun, uh, a lot of colour, a lot of new ideas. Um, and to go along with this theme of misfits, I'm going to play All Around You by the Brian Jonestown Massacre. Enjoy. You're welcome here. From one command, ladies and gentlemen, children, old folks, you're welcome with us. Not since the glory days of Rome, I tell you, has mankind known such balanced mysteries. And if you, if you start to get scared, don't worry folks, we're right here beside you. Take your most fabulous journey inside your head. Well, tickets please, we're about to take off. Here we go again. It's the secret. 
is seen as quite an exclusive subject um but you know this is all about making it inclusive making it interesting making it funky um linking it to music so if you're at home and you're listening to this i recommend looking at andy warhol's 1964 silkscreen flowers and looking with your ears so what song do you think of when looking at those bright colors and if you do have a picture of that in front of you right now let's do some visual analysis so The paintings are surrounded by a fresh timelessness. A single moment has been photographed, because with the silkscreen process, it's all about developing a photograph onto a screen. So it's actually a photograph, um, not a drawing, and it's been enlarged and captured on the screen and then manipulated with bright synthetic colours. These colours are very much uh, in line with the whole hippie movement at the time. They definitely echo that. Um, And... What's interesting about this painting is that the flower is cropped out of, um, like the edges of the flower has been cropped because it's very much forced into a rigid square shape, um, which was a bit unusual at the time and does look a bit unsettling. The composition lacks any real depth between the foreground and the background, um, basically meaning the background is the same kind of shape slash perspective as the actual flower which creates quite a strange, disconcerting vibe when looking at it. Um, The perspective is constantly flipping back and forth, making the painting look a bit like it's vibrating. Very awkward spacing, very discomforting, but also very fabulous. Um, So, following up from that, I'm now going to play a Grimes song. Can't not have a bit of Grimes. I've been a bit obsessed with her this year. She's fabulous. And this song is called Intro Flowers. So I thought it was rather fitting. Bit of a contrast, but I hope you enjoy it. Thank you. 
I've just put together. segment of was Lamont Young's Sunday Morning Blues from 1964, at the same time in which Andy Warhol's Silk Queen Flowers were made. Um, so that's sort of chaotic, <coughs> oh excuse me, that chaotic sound with the lovely drone was um, uh, sort of a refined antecedent of the wall of sound phenomenon which was popularised by Warhol and the Velvets. Um, which we'll listen to a little bit later. Um, and of course, this was a, a little musical linchpin connecting John Cale and Lou Reed, um, which of course we'll listen to a little bit later as well. So yeah, I hope you enjoyed that little segment. Um, now what I would like to do, I've been reading the last few months Andy Warhol's Philosophy, which is a really good book I recommend. It really gives you an insight into his... Um, mind sort of way of thinking uh his humor he's a very funny guy um cracked a lot of good jokes um and yeah i'm gonna read a little segment of that over the top of my favorite breeders song called mad lucas from their last splash album with more and more friends. Professionally, I was doing well. I had my own studio and a few people working for me, and an arrangement involved where they actually lived at my work studio. In those days, everything was loose, flexible. The people in the studio were there night and day. Friends of friends. Maria Callas was always on the phonograph, and there were always lots of mirrors and a lot of tinfoil. then made my pop art statement. 
So I had a lot of work to do, a lot of canvases to stretch. I worked from 10am to 10pm, usually going home to sleep and coming back in the morning. But when I would get there in the morning, the same people I'd left there the night before were still there doing, going strong, still with Maria and the mirrors. This is when I started realising how insane people can be. For example, one girl moved into the elevator. She wouldn't leave. I didn't know what to make of the whole scene. Since I was paying the rent for the studio, I guess that this somehow was actually my scene. But don't ask me what it was all about, because I could never figure it out. In the 60s, everybody got interested in everybody else. Everybody was equal suddenly. Chauffeurs, waitresses and governors. A friend of mine named Ingrid from New Jersey. She came up with a new last name, just right for her new loosely defined show business career. She called herself Ingrid Superstar. I'm positive Ingrid invented the word. At least, I invite anyone with superstar clippings that predate Ingrid to show them to me. The more parties we went to, the more they wrote her name in the papers. Ingrid Superstar. And Superstar was starting its media run. Ingrid called me a few weeks ago. She's operating a sewing machine now, but her name is still going. Seems incredible, doesn't it? In the 60s, everybody got interested in everybody. In the 70s, everybody started dropping everybody. The 60s were classer, the 70s were very empty. the philosophy of Andy Warhol or a little segment of and Mad Lucas by the Breeders my favourite Breeders song and I really do recommend giving them a listen if you haven't already um, so now it's like time for the fun fact of the show um, so I'm sure everyone knows Bob Dylan and Edie Cedric uh, Andy Warhol's lovely um, superstar who helped him along his interviews and TV appearances she was uh, known for her fabulous dance move and awesome fashion. So there was actually a bit of beef between Andy Warhol and Bob Dylan. Uh, Bob Dylan was known for really despising Warhol's work and thinking it had very little artistic value. Um, of course, with it being this whole mass-produced thing, as we can see with the silk screens of the flowers we're talking about on this show. 
Um, he's got a point, but you know, uh, he never admitted to having an affair with Edie Cedric, but um, a lot of sources say he did. And of course, Edie was completely obsessed with Andy. So there was a bit of a jealousy going on there. Um, there are some famous pictures of Bob Dylan in Andy Warhol's studio having a look um, with Edie there. And uh, that is where the argument supposedly took place. Um, um, so the evidence of this argument occurring is Bob Dylan's famous song, Like a Rolling Stone, which is apparently all about Edie and all about Andy and how much he hated him and eventually her too. Um, so I thought I'd play a little segment of the song and then how about you listen to it and you think about the awesome lyrics, but also how at what Bob is saying is directed to Andy and Edie. And he's a bit savage in my opinion. Um, but yeah, let, let's see what let's see what we think. into how much Bob really didn't like Warhol or Edie, so a bit harsh, but you know, good stuff all the, all the same. Um, okay, next song, we're going to 
her a bit of Lou Reed on, of course. Andy's chest hears homage to Warhol himself. And a cracking tune. Anything in the world that flew I would be a bat and come swooping after you And if the last time you were here Things were a bit askew Well, you know what happens after dark When rattlesnakes lose their skins and their hearts And all the missionaries lose their bark Oh, all the trees are calling after you And all the venom snipers after you are all the mountains bolder after you? If I could be any one of the things in this world that bite Instead of the tension ocelot on a leash I'd rather be a kite And be tied to the end of your string And flying in the air, babe, at night Cause you know what they say about honey bears when you shave off all their baby hair You have a hairy-minded pink bear bear And all the bells are rolling out for you And stones are all erupting out for you And all the cheap blood suckers are flying after you Today, Daisy, May, and Bib were grooving on the street. And just like in a movie, her hands became her feet. Her belly button was her mouth, which meant she tasted what she'd speak. Woo! But the funny thing is, what happened to her nose? Ooh, it grew until it reached all of her toes. Her feet smell, they mean her nose And curtains laced with diamonds dear for you And all the Roman noblemen for you And kingdoms, Christian soldiers dear for you And melting ice cap mountaintops for you for you swoop swoop oh baby rock rock swoop swoop rock rock swoop swoop so that was Lou Reed and his homage to Andy Andy's chest so I'm now going to read one more little segment from Andy Warhol's philosophy the counterculture, the subculture, pop, superstars, drugs, lights, discotheques, whatever peop- whatever we think of as young and with it probably started then. There was always a party somewhere, and if there wasn't a party in the cellar, there was a party on the roof. If there wasn't one on the subway, there was one on the bus. If there wasn't one on the boat, there was one on the Statue of Liberty. 
People were always getting dressed up for a party. All Tomorrow's Parties was the name of a song the Velvets used to do at the Dom when the Lower East Side was just beginning to shake off its immigrant status and get hip. What costumes shall the poor girl wear to All Tomorrow's Parties? I really liked that song. The Velvets played it and Nico sang it. In those days, everything was extravagant. Oh, how I wish I lived then, all my days. Um, of course, I can't not play a bit of the Velvets. As uh, you may or may not know, probably, the banana on their famous album was, of course, done by Andy. Andy was an incredible um, commercial artist um, in every sense. He knew how to get people looking and he knew how to sell. He, was, he even says himself he was a bit of a businessman and art had become like a business at the time. Okay, so this is uh, actually a Nico these days, but it's my favourite song that she sings, so that will be our next tune. Hope you enjoy. Do too much scheming these days. 
beautiful song. Really, really beautiful. Um, so yeah, Miko was of course the German model who sang with the Velvet Underground and of course spent many a time at Andy Warhol's lovely factory. Um, so we are slowly reaching towards the end of the show, but um, I've got a few more songs left for you. Um, so on the subject of misfits, um, which the whole Andy Warhol movement was definitely all about, uh, I want to play a song by Bell and Sebastian, uh, a Glaswegian band. Um, the song Expectations from their album Tiger Milk. Um, in this song, uh, they mention making Velvet Underground models in clay, which of course links to the whole scene so let's listen to that enjoy
tekan. That was Expectations by Bella Sebastian. What a absolutely fabulous song. They're actually still gigging and still going today. They've got a gig at the Down the Rabbit Hole Festival, which is next summer in um, just outside Glasgow, so in Scotland. Um, of course, I'm in Edinburgh, so we're up north. Um, yeah, they are a great band. They've been going since the 90s. They're fabulous. I really like them. So the next song we're going to listen to is Evap- Evaporate by Tongue. If you haven't heard of Tongue, then what are you doing? They are amazing. Um, Tongue is a electro-folk band, which um, Mike Lindsay, the main dude who uh, he does all the production he does some really good sort of psychedelic inventive fresh production stuff which i think is super cool and yeah uh, this song is very delicate and um like kind of naturey and it does make me think of andy warhol's flowers for sure so yeah see if you like it here we go evaporate by tongue Their main album came out in 
2018, I want to say, um, the album The Songs You Make at Night. I remember when I listened to that the album for the first time. Uh, yeah, it's really good. I do recommend it. And it's very sort of psychedelic and modern. It's a new take on folk, and I love folk. Electro folk is fab. So, yeah, do give it a listen. Um, all right, so we are slowly reaching the end. I'm going to end this show on... Of course, a Bowie song, I can't not. And what else can I play other than Andy Warhol from uh, Hunky Dory? Um, this is very fitting, you know? Very fitting. So here we go. Bit of Andy Warhol, but it really, really shows the essence of Warhol. <laughs> here we go. It's it's war hole actually. What did I say? Hole. It's hole. As in holes. What? Andy Warhol. Andy Warhol. Like hole. Ho.
And that was Andy Warhol by David Bowie, the one and only. All right, so we have, in fact, completed the first show where we talk about art and we talk about music and we combine them together and make a fabulous mishmash of a synesthetic playlist. Um, Yeah, this has been a lot of fun. I've enjoyed it. I hope you guys have enjoyed the tunes. The Andy Warhol 1964 silkscreen flower theme. Um, yeah, so this is the first playlist of the series. Um, next week, I'm going to be discussing the artworks of Tulvian Son with a lovely special Finnish speaker who goes by the name Liv or Liv. Um, so that'll be a lot of fun, a lot of lovely Nordic stuff. Uh, yeah, but um, let's wrap this up. Thank you so much for listening, if you have, and um, yeah, come back for more art and music with me, Esme Goron.